Here's a, a new survey conducted by the Harris people for Express Employment Professionals, and this is the opening line. Employee turnover is becoming an increasingly costly problem that continues to plague Canadian businesses still trying to recover and readjust from the COVID-19 pandemic. This uh, survey, uh, brand new stuff, uh, released just recently by Harris and, again, conducted for Express Employment Professionals. Always a pleasure to say hello and welcome back to Vancouver uh, manager, owner of Express Employment Professionals. Brent Paulington is on the line. Brent, good morning. Welcome back. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure, Brent. You always bring interesting thoughts to the table. And you, this this new survey is interesting stuff. For example, more than one-third of Canadian companies, 35% of them say employee turnover has increased compared to last year when it was down to 25%. That's a, a significant 10% increase year to year, isn't it? Yeah, it's, and it's interesting. I know a lot of the previous conversations we've had have talked about the, the disconnect and the skill gap about businesses being able to hire people. And I think this is shedding some light on how the pendulum, so to speak, has swung where many, many years ago it was the employer that had full control and that as an employee you would work for an organization or a company where you had a terrible boss where survival was paramount and that you just did what you had to do. And that, is, that has changed significantly. And, and, and COVID has been, like I said, a huge pendulum that has swung that in further favor for the job seeker and the employee where there's been a lot of ability to kind of control the past. Obviously, in the in the technology age that we're in, the social media gives a lot more open transparency for job seekers and what's being uh, provided to other employees. And so it's created this, uh, you know, they, they call it the great resignation, but I believe it's the great reflection where employees have been looking at what they're doing and, and what their company offers them, uh, whether the commute's a big factor to them, childcare, mm-hmm. all these different factors that, that trigger results in the turnover. And uh, and I think they're just they're just making choices. And, and the market is so tough that, uh, you know, a competitor company will pay someone, a, you know, a handy sum to, to have them make the change over. So not only is it is it making it hard for companies right now to hire great people, but those really high demand individuals that are able to, uh, you know, um, that are able to market themselves well uh, are able to make a change. And that 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 turnover is having an even greater impact. Brent, I'm curious what employers are telling you about those individuals who have come become quite accustomed to and quite effective at working from home through this pandemic experience, who now at the end of it all are determined to stay working at home, regardless of what the employer wants. Um, how difficult is that for some employers versus others? Yeah, I think what, what I've seen or heard is that the most important thing tends to be a combination of productivity and culture. So I think like if there are people that are able to stay really productive, I mean, I recently interviewed somebody for a webcast that I host who's with a company called Zapier, which is based in the U.S., but they are a 100% remote company. And so there's lots of companies that are going that route and finding that way. I think the great disconnect comes from no matter no matter how much you try, you can't, at least not yet, I don't think you can you can create that same environment of having a team that's working together, even if it's in the office once a week or twice a week. Um, and I think that is more of the driver, the goal of the company is less to have the, the microscope and the micromanagement piece, but more of the understanding that there is huge value. Uh, and, and I think it's a turnover combatants where 
where if culture is one of those critical pieces that keeps people connected to a company, how do you create that deep connection and tie-in when the person's 100% removed and the yeah. only you know, a, a visibility they get on culture is the odd Zoom connection with another team member or manager? Mm-hmm. And you point out in the in the uh, survey you released uh, recently, uh, there was a news uh, press release attached, and you're quoted in the press release. And and the quote that you're attributed to, at least, is quote the other main cause of turnover is lack of leadership and poor company culture. Close quote. And that's what you were just addressing: the fact that uh, the the company culture needs to change to accommodate different workplace attitudes, and that as long as the productivity level remains the same, the company is is able to function so some somewhere in the leadership group which directs the culture there needs to be a rethink are you seeing that happening yeah 100 percent. and i think it's really interesting we get to see like a lot of the positive and negative come out of the tech space so you saw you know many many well years ago that they're they would have, you know, the pool tables and foosball and the masseuses and sushi yeah. chefs and all these things coming out of Silicon Valley. Right. And, and as a result, all these companies all across North America had then shifted their mindset going, we need to do everything we can to engage our employees, to do more than just the physical, you know, dollars that we're going to pay them to create these great cultures, to, to, to anchor people who are going to want to stay at our company. And at the same time, all those things get tied into the bottom line. And we're now seeing, I mean, this year, I think it's 250,000 or close to 300,000 people in the, in the tech industry through Canada and the U.S. have been laid off. Yes. So we're starting to see this shift where these companies have done exorbitant things from a culture perspective. They've overpaid their employees to attract the top talent. And mm-hmm. now that pendulum is swinging back and negatively impacting people where we're seeing layoffs, at, you know, three weeks away from Christmas and, and all these different things. And so I think culture will always, and especially now because of this, this like social world that we live in where the companies that do amazing things, it gets shared and the companies who don't, uh, that gets shared as well. Uh, and, and that information is more readily available, which gives employees more ability to make informed decisions, which many, many years ago they didn't have. Brent, uh, just by, we're almost out of time, but by, by way of talking about you earlier in the show, I was saying that typically a company it takes anywhere from six to 12 months when they bring a new person on site to, to train that person up to the place, up to the point where they are a, an effective team member able to deliver at the productivity level the company expects. Is that a reasonable six to 12 months before you're finally plugged in and really good to go? Is that average? Yeah, I, I would say it would be, you know, shorter for, for you know, more uh, like entry level positions, of course, like three months is probably where you can get somebody to really be an impactful performer. But as you go up the professional ladder, absolutely. I mean, six months to a year. And that's, you know, to get someone up to speed, maybe not yeah. necessarily where the company starts to see the return on the investment, which is obviously what the, the business is looking for. Yeah, Brent, a final question to you, because you've alluded to it already, and it's, I'm going to come back to it because it's important for workers looking at the tech sector and seeing these massive layoffs from really big, big billion-dollar companies. What message should they take from that and apply in their own workplace, if any? Yeah, I would say that you need to continuously be in seek of constant personal and professional development. Keep honing your skills, keep educating yourself, and don't uh, don't assume that you've plateaued or that you're at the peak. Um, and and be careful. I mean, as the employee, there's sometimes no control. It could be that the company's done everything they could, and it's a last resort, and it's it's sometimes a nail in the coffin for the business. 
uh, and that you need to protect yourself. So maybe always having like a good professional LinkedIn profile done up and, and uh, yeah, I would just, you know, always plan for the worst. Yeah. Brent, always a pleasure. We do appreciate you getting up early on a Sunday morning to share this important information with us. Thanks very much. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Some great, great questions.